Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. The Bible tells us in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. Now does that mean we are problem free? Pain free? No. We live in a world full of problems, pain, suffering and heartache. The recent earthquake in Turkey and Syria and the war between Ukraine and Russia has caused tremendous suffering, hurt and pain. The reality is while pain is universal, it is also local and personal. Friend, let's be honest, who amongst us has never faced pain in our life? The pain of rejection, the pain of betrayal, stabbed in the back by one whom you thought was a friend. The pain of serious illness or the loss of a loved one. The pain of failure in business, marriage and family. This morning, I am addressing the question, what do I do with my pain? What do I do with my pain? There are some possible answer or response to what people do with their pain. Number one, there are people who deny their pain. You pretend all is well, but in reality you are hurting from within. There are people who live in pain. You choose to live in pain and not seek help. People live constantly in chronic pain and depression. Then of course there are people who give their pain to God. My message today is an invitation to give your pain to God. I want us to turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. And I'm going to just read that for us. It's going to come up on the LED screen. <coughs> Follow with me as I read it. I'm just shortening the first few verses. And so it says, Or because of these surpassing great revelations, therefore, in order to keep me from being, becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh. A messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. So that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, 
in difficulties for when i am weak then i am strong now this passage gives us insight as to how the apostle paul dealt with suffering and pain in his life and there are three powerful insights that the apostle paul presents in this passage and i want to just quickly capture those three insights number 1 pain is personal <coughs> while pain and suffering is a reality in our world but it's also personal ask the person and i'm going to give you this opportunity and this freedom to do this exercise okay i want you to ask the person seated next to you this question and i'm going to just tell you something that you have to follow that okay ask them this question have you ever faced suffering and pain in your life and when i say ask them that that's the time you the answer should be yes or no okay don't probe to find out what it was or what it is okay that is the instruction i'm giving you please go and ask okay <clears throat> how many of you would say yes i have huh is there anybody no i didn't i put my hand down <laughs> listen to what job said many centuries ago friends in job chapter 5 verse 6 and 7 for hardship does not spring from the soil nor does trouble sprout from the ground yet man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upward and paul in this passage says it like this therefore in order to keep me from becoming conceited i was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger of satan to torment me i want us to have a proper right understanding of two things friends first of all god never torments us the bible teaches us god never tempts nor torments us but he may test us look at james chapter 1 verse 2 3 and 13 it says consider it a pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance when tempted no one should say god is tempting me and listen to this for god cannot be tempted by evil nor does he tempt anyone friends no one likes pain and no one volunteers for pain is there any volunteers even the great apostle paul is expressing is discomfort when confronted with pain we really don't know what the thorn in the flesh was but whatever it was paul's life it produced terrible pain not only here but paul also lists his suffering and pain in second corinthians chapter 
11 verse 23 to 27. And let me just read that quickly for you. It says, I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in the country, in danger at sea and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and I have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Suffering you talk about. Pain you talk about, discomfort you talk about, he's describing that. You see, Paul is talking about his personal experience with pain, friends. Indeed, pain is personal. Now, a little boy was seen digging in his yard by a neighbor. And the neighbor approached and inquired what the young man was doing. <coughs> I am burying my goldfish and having a funeral for it. Oh, I'm sorry, said the neighbor, who continued. That's an awfully big hole for a goldfish, isn't it? The boy patted down the last heap of the earth and replied, that's because he is inside your cat. <laughs> now, this may be a humorous story. But even if a pet dies, there is pain expressed. I know a few friends when the dog died, they were deeply saddened and disturbed. You're talking about pain and suffering. Secondly, I want us to have a proper right understanding, friends. God is not the author of pain and suffering. The Bible teaches us that pain and suffering is as a result of a fallen, sinful world. In the recent survey, the question that was asked, if you could ask God any one question, what would it be? The number one response in this survey, friends, was why is there suffering and pain? All of us have or going to our personal suffering and pain. And most of us have asked this question, why is this suffering and pain? Why me, Lord? Have you ever asked this question, why is there so much suffering and pain in the world? I don't know if I could answer that completely and accurately, but it is like driving in a foggy, rainy night and not being able to see anything in front of you. Then all of a sudden you notice tail lights on a vehicle in front of you and you begin to follow those tail lights to guide you into the right direction. And Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 12, we don't understand everything fully about suffering and pain, but will one day. 
and so listen to what he writes he says for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face now i know in part then i shall know fully even as i am fully known we don't understand everything about pain and suffering friends but paul says there is a direction that god gives and one day we will understand why we went through what we went through you know a preacher once remarked to fanny crosby how many of you know the story of fanny crosby hmm went through pain suffering listen to this i think it is a great pity that the master did not give you sight when he showered so many other gifts upon you you know that fanny crosby was blind she wrote that hymn blessed assurance jesus is mine what a powerful hymn listen to this you got so many gifts but why didn't the master give you sight to which she responded do you know if at birth i had been able to make one petition to my lord and master it would have been that i was born blind because when i get to heaven the first face that shall ever gladden my sight will be that of my savior friends what a response in the midst of such pain and discomfort fanny crosby never blamed god but became a vessel of honor by trusting god a someone wrote these beautiful words and i want you to listen to it. it's going to come up on the led screen he says god is too kind to do anything cruel too wise to make a mistake too deep to explain himself when we know the who we can stop asking why friends i confess that i have no answer to your why questions but i confidently answer the who question this morning jesus is the high priest who empathizes with us jesus is our refuge and strength a very present help in times of trouble jesus is the rose of sharon the lily of the valley the bright and morning star the balm of gilead and above all he is the lion of judah he is with you and for you friends friends when you feel like you are barely holding on to god be assured that he is still holding on to you paul's second insight to us is pain is painful friends i'm not being cheeky with you today <laughs> when i say pain is painful but i am carefully describing to you pain is painful sometimes we feel sorry for the others suffering and pain but we really don't feel or understand what the other person is exactly going through 
the person or persons faced with the pain only knows what is going on inside of them and paul here mentions the intensity of his pain when he writes three times i pleaded with the lord to take it away from me the pain that god allowed in paul's life was overwhelming unbearable that he's pleading with the lord to take it away friends have you ever faced this in your life the pain was so intense excruciating and unbearable that you pleaded with the lord please lord take it away from me if you have asked friend that to the lord don't come down too hard on yourself for doing that jesus is jesus himself went through that experience listen to jesus describe that in matthew chapter 26 verse 38 and 39 jesus said then he said to them my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death stay here and keep watch with me going a little farther he fell with his face to the ground and prayed my father if it is possible may this cup be taken from me yet not as i will but as you will friends i want you to know it's not easy but when pain is painful pray to the heavenly father not as i will but as you will what is so encouraging in this passage is that paul not only talks about the intensity of his pain but also the incredible grace of god I believe God's promise to Paul my grace is sufficient for you is a promise for many today who are seated here and are struggling with pain in your life <coughs> what is your thorn what is the thorn in your flesh perhaps you are facing intense physical pain it may be a cancer or a loved one suffering with terminal illness it may be an emotional pain that comes uh, from a broken relationships rejection loneliness stress slander gossip being misunderstood or harsh unjust criticism you may be a hurting parent this morning or even a hurting child going through the divorce of your parents it may be a financial losses or a bankruptcy and the list can be endless friends god reminded paul that his grace was sufficient for him to see him through his pain friends will you believe god that god's grace is sufficient to see you through your pain and you know, dr robert schuller coined this phrase because i know that some of us have come through pain and suffering and he phrased this he coined this phrase and he said allow god to turn your scars into stars followers of jesus christ whose lives have been shaped by pain have allowed his grace to turn their scars into stars friends i'm talking from experience 
I don't have time to go to the entire story. But my story is wrapped up in the grace of God. Three deaths in my family when I was young. Within three years. Two of them within three months. What I'm talking about, the pain. The hurt. The scars. But this is so true. God's grace turns the scars into stars. And nothing to boast about. The glory goes to God. And listen to me carefully, friends. God will help you walk through your pain by his grace. Pain indeed breaks us. But grace builds us. And the throne of grace makes pain endurable and easier, friends. Believe me, if you just come to the living God, a wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ, and allow his grace to flow through your life, you will find it endurable and easier. Hold on. God's strength, God strengthens the weak. You are going to see his power in your weakness. That's what the word of God to Paul was. Paul says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. How many of us know the song, you are my hiding place? Um, many may not know it. It's an old song that we sung. It simply says, you are my hiding place, referring to Jesus our beloved Savior, you always fill my heart with songs of deliverance whenever I am afraid. And then he goes on with the chorus, I will trust in you, I will trust in you. And then says, let the weak say I am strong in the strength of the Lord. How many weak people are here? I don't want you to raise your hand. I don't want to. But if you want to do it, do it, friends. Uh, but this morning, God says, I'm going to take away your weaknesses. Uh, and I'm going to become your strength. Uh, and you're going to walk out of this place saying, I am strong in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thirdly, Paul's third inside. Pain. As a purpose. Now one of the toughest things to comprehend is can there be a purpose in my pain? Friends, we must interpret our pain through the lens of God's purpose. While suffering and pain are never enjoyable, God often allows them in our lives with a purpose, friends. And listen to what Paul attributes the thorn in the flesh or the pain in his life to. Because of these surpassing great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Paul, in these verses, mentions that God allowed the thorn in the flesh for a specific purpose. And then he states that. He states it was given in order to keep him humble. Great Apostle Paul and God had to check him and gave him a purpose through the pain that he faced. Paul, as you read, he was thankful that God gave him 
visions and heavenly revelation friends not many received that in his time there were many other apostles but paul received visions and heavenly revelation from god but paul also understood that this could make him exalt himself above measure and not depend on god so in verses 1 to 6 i didn't read that for you you can go back and read he tells us the privilege that god had given him what is it to see seeing the unseen hearing the unheard experiencing the indescribable now unless paul remained humble and dependent on god the possibility and pull for paul to behave like a super apostle and be boastful was great the potential was great and so someone wrote like this friends god can see down the road he knows where the potholes are that can cause great damage to our spiritual vehicles now paul had to combat pride and accepted the thorn in the flesh or the pain as the purpose of god to keep him humble and dependent on god one commentator named paul puts this thought in a proper perspective when he writes and i want you to listen because it's closer to home what he writes he says the best of god's people have in them the root of pride or a disposition to be exalted above measure upon the receipt of favors from god not common to others basically saying when god begins to bless you use you gives you something different from others he said watch out watch out like apostle paul he's saying watch out you know some people when god elevates them to a higher position and power that's the time they show their true color but this was not so with joseph in the old testament he had to travel the path of pain to reach the position of power as a ruler in egypt the second in command next only to king of pharaoh his life in short is described pit prison and palace from pit to the prison from the prison to the palace and joseph's pit and prison experience was not easy friends read it for yourself but god had a purpose for his pain years later joseph explains this to his brothers the purpose of god that he had to go through suffering and pain and listen to genesis chapter 50 verse 20 he tells his brothers you intended to harm me but god intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives all of the pain all of the suffering that joseph went through because god had a purpose to save many lives during that time by using him as a servant of god friends god will never do anything to hurt you but he will do everything to heal 
and restore you. We just don't see the purpose for going through what we are going through now. And if you are seated here, you're going through that pain and suffering. You don't see a purpose. And I want you to tell, but there is a purpose and you will discover it. I want us to pause and reflect on Romans chapter 8 verse 28. Simply says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose. If you don't understand in the context of who our God is, you will be gripped with that pain and suffering that will hurt you deeper and deeper, friends. But this is so true. Because I want to just read for you a real story. And you'll understand why it is true, friends. Because not only many of us seated here know this is true. But listen to the story. A professor in a seminary E.C. Caldwell was about to preach and teach on Romans chapter 8 the next day. So he tells his Bible seminary students to read up on Romans 8, especially verse 28, that which I read to you. And he says, and tomorrow we will study this passage together. But remember this, he tells the students, no matter what happens, Romans 8.28 always holds true. The very same day, Professor Caldwell and his wife met with a traffic accident. His wife died instantly. And he was left permanently disabled. Several, several months later, he came back to the class and everybody waited with their breaths held back. What is he going to say? They remembered very clearly what he said before the fateful day of the accident. Professor Caldwell opened with these words. Romans 8.28 is still true today, even in this. Even in this. I believe God is telling us something today, friends. What is he telling us? I think he's telling us today, and I can feel it in my spirit, friends. I love you. And I'm sovereign. Trust me to work all things together for your good. It is a great blessing to be a child of God. Your life is secured in his hands. We need to be encouraged. God works in all things for the good. According to God's purpose. Not according to your pain, friends. This morning, I'm inviting all of us to ask ourselves this question. What is God saying to me in my pain? Can you hear God saying to you, my grace is sufficient for you? Can you hear God saying to you, I am with you and for you? Friends, if you hear that this morning, these promises of God, it will be okay with you.
it will be okay with you i started my message by asking us a question what do i do with my pain you see friends god can do more with your pain than you can if we never learned this before let us take to heart this morning our extremity is god's opportunity god is never afraid to set right what you have what you are faced with just a call from you is needed for god to start his supernatural work in your life today as i bring my message to a close the bible tells us that jesus took up our pain and bore our suffering on the cross by his wounds we are healed friends the greatest healer of all time the past present and future is in our midst you need to just give your pain to him and find your healing here is my stand and here is my conviction and take friends i will only give my pain to someone who identifies with my pain and is able to do something about it and i declare to you today as a servant of god i have found none but jesus i have found none but jesus if you are asking this question today what do i do with my pain i urge you i plead with you give it to jesus give it to jesus today he is in our midst and he loves you he will take care of it thanks for listening to this message from ag kolkata we hope you would stay connected by following us online You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by using @agckolkata. We would love to know how this message has touched your life. Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories@agkolkata.org. At Hope you have a great week ahead.